0: I'm going to explain why it's not hypocritical to have different sexual standards for men and for women, because the genders aren't equal. They're different. This topic was inspired by a video I saw from Ashley Eliza called the hypocrisy of degenerate men. Let's watch some of the clips.
1: Specifically these like male thoughts who come online, who've had like 10, 30 plus partners, whatever. And then they start complaining about how they can't find a good woman or there's no good women out there or, all women are like lying sluts or something like that. And I just think that's a little bit hypocritical of them to start talking about how degenerate women are when they're just degenerates themselves.
0: So her basic argument is that those in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. If you've been participating in degenerate sexual acts yourself as a male, then you've lost your right to criticize women for doing the same thing.
1: They're ex pickup artists or they have an extremely high notch count. They're not married. They use porn or support prostitutes, yet they're talking about the degeneracy of women. It just doesn't really make sense. Men created Playboy, men subsidized Playboy, men indulge in porn and prostitutes. So they're fueling this degeneracy that they claim to hate and they claim to condemn all these like thoughts. Like if you're supposedly against women being thoughts, why would you watch porn? Why would you subsidize prostitutes? Why would you subsidize all these industries that only promote even more degeneracy within women.
0: All right, I'm gonna stop it there. Uh, We're gonna return to her later. I'll start off by saying I have no beef at all with Ashley. This is not a video that's out to attack her at all. She gave me permission to use these clips in my video. So even though I'm going to disagree with some of her points, none of this is personal. I just wanna discuss this because it's a complex issue and it's something that I've given a lot of thought to. Can a man criticize a woman for being a slut if he himself has had a lot of sex? So to start off, with everything that she's said so far, I agree with her. If you're having casual sex with women, then you can't criticize women for having casual sex. Imagine how weird it would be if you just finished having a casual hookup with somebody and then you rolled over and said, wow, that was really gross what you just did. The same goes for pornography, strip clubs, hookers, If you're consuming these products, like you're regularly going to a brothel, you can't then turn around and point at prostitutes and say, you're all a bunch of degenerates. If you're some Puritan Christian who's never watched pornography, never gone to a brothel, anything like that, well, yeah, now you can criticize. But if you're a consumer of these products, then you share equal responsibility for them. We can't have a society where we're only shaming one aspect of an industry because that's hypocritical. Like, I'm pretty sure in my state, Western Australia, where I live, for a little bit of time, we actually had laws that said it was illegal to be a prostitute, but it wasn't illegal to solicit prostitution, you know, to be a John, which is just ridiculous. Personally, I'm in favor of legalizing all forms of prostitution. I don't think it should be criminal. But if you're going to make it criminal, you should make it a criminal across the board. It's completely unfair to punish just one party. So in this part, I'm in agreement with Ashley. I don't think that it's okay to be a hypocrite. However, it's in this next part of the video that I deviate and I disagree with her. So let's take a listen.
1: And these guys mostly come up with their dumb excuses of uh, a key can open a bunch of locks, but a lock can only be opened by one key or something to justify how it's noble and great to have sex with like tons of women without ever even thinking about the consequences. But if a woman chooses to do it, she's a whore or she's a slut or she is not being traditional enough or something or she's indulging in this whole feminist ideology, it just doesn't really make that much sense.
0: The problem is that it actually makes complete sense. That metaphor of the key and the lock, you know, a man is a key and it's awesome if he can open a bunch of doors, but what kind of lock, you know, a woman lets any key open her? It's kind of offensive and it's certainly not PC, but it actually makes complete sense. That's the problem. Men and women are not the same when it comes to sex and reproduction women produce one egg a month whereas my testicles produce i don't know like a billion sperm or something if we study our biology it gives us a clue as to why we've evolved different mating strategies so by looking at the sheer number of sperm that we produce as a man it's clear that one of our mating strategies is to play the numbers game if you want your genes to survive to pass them on to the next generation then you should be having as much sex as possible you know spread your seed as far and wide as you can, and just hope that some of the children survive. A numbers game. So as much as people may try to shame promiscuous men, to shame them for sleeping around, it's never going to stick, because the culture will never succeed in wiping out what we inherently feel within our biology. A man who sleeps with a lot of women is really just following his biology. That's what he was designed to do. So if he has a high notch count, that really just means that he's successful, that he's a successful biological organism who's succeeding in his mating strategy. Now, of course, this only really applies if he's sleeping with high-quality women. If he's sleeping with low-quality degenerate women that basically any man could have sex with, well, that's not impressive. You know, you actually react with some disgust to that because you're thinking, why would you combine your good genes with her bad genes? But the ability to sleep with numerous high-quality women indicate success and this is why we will never value male virginity never happen it's because it's not impressive to be a male virgin it's really easy there is no challenge as a male in preserving your virginity not difficult what is difficult is to lose your virginity and to have sex with lots of women that's a challenge so if you're succeeding in that challenge it indicates that you're biologically successful this is why we have the phenomena of preselection. Where women will choose a man and judge him to be attractive based on how many partners he's had in the past or how many other women want to sleep with him. We all know this. We see evidence for it everywhere. A man who's had a lot of partners in his sexual past, that doesn't make him disgusting, that makes him attractive. It's a selling point. The same is not true for women. And I understand that when a woman hears that, that feels unfair. But unfortunately, biology isn't fair. It doesn't care about what's equal or just. Biology is just biology. And so understand that when it comes to female virginity, completely different standards apply. Because female virginity is really easy to lose. Like any woman can get laid. That's not a challenge. What's difficult and what's a challenge for a woman is to preserve her virginity. And so a woman who has succeeded in this challenge and has preserved her virginity well, she's likely to be a high quality woman. She is more biologically successful than the woman who failed the challenge and had sex with lots of different men. Provided, of course, that she is a genuinely desirable woman and the virginity is a genuine choice that she's making. So let's return to our key and lock metaphor. A key is judged to be an awesome key if it can unlock any lock. A man is judged to be a successful man if he can sleep with any woman. A lock that lets any old key open it up is not a very impressive lock and a woman who lets any old man have sex with her is not a very impressive woman. Men and women are judged on two completely different standards, and they're always going to be because men and women are different. But we still haven't tackled the most difficult question, that of hypocrisy. How does a man who engages in a lot of casual sex treat a woman who does the same? Let's say you're a man in a conversation with a woman, and you're explaining to her because of how many partners she's had in the past, You're not interested in pursuing a relationship with her. Now imagine that she points out to you your sexual past. She says, what are you kidding? Look how many people you've slept with. You must've had 30 to 50 partners. How can you judge me for my sexual past when you've done just as bad yourself? You're being a hypocrite. You should absolutely be attracted to me. It does sound a little bit convincing. And in a world where men and women were the same, there would be some legitimacy to this argument. But that's not the world we live in. If a woman tries to shame you when you say that you have a preference for a woman who's had very few sexual partners in her past, don't buy into it. Even if you've been massively promiscuous in the past, that doesn't mean that you can't have a preference for a chaste partner. So that's where I disagree with Ashley. I think that men and women should be judged on completely different standards when it comes to their sexual history. Standards that reflect our biology, not whatever's fashionable in the culture right now. But I am in agreement with Ashley on a lot of things because, and this is really important to state, there's a huge difference between having a preference for a woman who's had very few sexual partners and shaming promiscuous women. In that hypothetical conversation where the man says that he's not interested in pursuing a woman because of her sexual past, he's just stating a preference He's not attacking her, blaming her, or shaming her. I think that the moment that you weaponize your personal preferences and use them as a tool to club somebody down and to shame them, that's when you're you're being a dickhead. And of course, it's especially ridiculous if you're the kind of guy who consumes a lot of pornography but then feels justified in shaming porn stars for their choice of career. You are complicit in their lifestyle. Your demand created their supply. That doesn't mean that you need to date a porn star. It doesn't mean that you need to marry them. You have a personal preference for a chaste partner. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. But if you're getting all righteous and sending judgment and shame in the direction of these people, that makes no sense. I think that's ridiculous. Speaking of sex workers, the new video over at Man Made Media is all about strippers and a scientific study that tracked how their earnings changed based on what stage of the ovulation cycle that they were in. Definitely worth checking out. Fantastic video. Leave a comment below for your chance to win 100% off your next order of man-made media. Details are in the pinned comment. I'll put a link to Ashley's full video in the description box below. Thank you so much for watching, and I'll see you again next time.